This podcast may contain coarse language and mature subject matter that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. each and every week whether you listen to us on spotify google podcast or apple podcast we are glad you are along for the ride and you know what if you're listening to us on apple podcasts while you're there go to itunes and rate and review our podcast give us a like give us five stars four stars three stars just don't give us no stars just don't give us no stars thank you ashley uh and and leave a comment let us know how we are doing that would be much appreciated also if you have any stories of your own that you want to end up having featured here on ontario's most haunted podcast there is a way you can submit them to us if you want your stories read on the air you can end up emailing us at official omhpodcast at gmail.com that's where you can submit the story type the story speak the story attach the audio recording to the story either way we'll get it on the air for you to end up listening to on a future episode of the experience my name is brandon of course i'm joining you each and every week and i am here alongside the lady who last week ended up finding out that miracles happen when you open up your eyes and you can't find your headphones shut up ashley Ashley, do you have your headphones? Yes, you are in my head. That is how I am hearing you. How are you doing? I wanted to kick your butt, but I'm good. I did I did a lot today, but I drew a new picture, like a new design for my knee tattoo. And it's awesome because it's like a, it's another devil kind of. And he has horns Ooh. and very long teeth and I love it. Yeah, you've been on this, uh, on this tattoo drawing, uh, drawing train for like they're almost a week now actually it's been been longer than a week to it any it's been longer than a week yeah it's been a few weeks now okay so so what was it just because you just started getting the need for like man like i really need another tattoo well that and it's just like i get bored and i'm like okay so what the fuck can i do and i don't really want to color so i'm like hey what else do i really enjoy that involves like markers and paper drawing Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so I was talking to our good friend, Mr. Wyatt, and he gives me shit for calling pencil crayons, pencil crayons. But isn't that what they are? Not in the state. They're Right. In the States are called colored pencils. Yes. So he's always like you and your quote unquote pencil crayons. And I'm like, Cause that's what they're called. But you know what? I'm going to have to side with Wyatt, though. They're not really pencil crayons. They're colored pencils. No, 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 no. You, <laughs> you were born in Michigan, okay? You shut the fuck up. But that's what they are. They're colored no, pencils. They are pencil crayons. I'm not going to win this argument. No, you're not. My day today... Uh, was interesting. I decided to uh, jab myself in the eye with my own thumb. Yeah, that was funny. 
which which was interesting. So I was uh, at a dollar store. I was coming out and I was taking my mask off and I was I don't know why I decided to end up starting from the top of the mask and like pulling out. But what I did was when I went to go wrap my thumbs around the, the strap that goes around your ear, I decided wide eyed to stick my thumb right into my eye. Uh, that hurt for a while. And, yeah, uh, I can imagine that would hurt. With with me having the driver job that I have, it was kind of hard to end up not being distracted when you have a very uh, a, a burning sensation in your eye and your eye being watery because you decided to have some fun and stick your thumb in it. So that that kind of hurt. I was actually I was I don't know how well you know uh you know Brampton, Ashley, at least this area of Brampton. I grew up in Brampton. Okay, it was the uh intersection there was a plaza and an intersection of Rutherford and Steeles. Yeah. Right by the 410. Yeah. So it happened at the Dollarama there. Okay. And so I was literally, I pulled out of the parking lot, went around the back, down onto Rutherford to get on the steels and then hit the 410 with one eye closed because it hurt that much. I had to open that eye back up when I hit the uh, highway, but I just, it was so weird driving with one eye closed. That that seems a little illegal, Brandon. Did you just call me Brampton? No, I kind of almost choked, so... I said Brandon, but it turned out really weird. You, you and my Maple Leafs have a lot in common. Um, I'm not going to answer that or else you're not going to like <sighs> No, I know. Um, but anyway, I really don't know how to, you know, segue from getting my eye jabbed in with a thumb and my own thumb. But uh, Well, if you like thumbs, this dude has one. Let's go to the store. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yes, Ashley. Can I do that as a segue, please? <laughs> you already did. Um, yeah, okay. That's one way we're going to do it. This, If you like thumbs, ladies and gents, this ghost that we're going to be talking about in our case study has a thumb. And everybody who visits this establishment also has thumbs, Ashley. Did you know that? <gasps> I thought I was the only one with thumbs. Wait till you and I end up meeting up. You're also going to see I have thumbs, too. No, I'm going to chop yours off. You're not allowed to have That's been thumb talk on Ontario's most haunted podcast. Um, welcome to but no, today is... It's like welcome to my TED talk, but with thumbs. We're a weird bunch here. Yeah. Uh, today is a case study episode, and figuratively, we're heading to Niagara-on-the-Lake, one of the places where... So many battles took place in terms of the War of 1812. There are so many things we can end up covering in Niagara-on-a-Lake, one in which is where we actually kickstart our YouTube series of Ontario's Most Haunted Podcast, or not podcast, Ontario's Most Haunted, our uh, flagship program, which hasn't started yet because of COVID. But once, I think, it, what was it? It's uh, next weekend or it's the weekend after. We're recording this on June 10th. So it will either be next Saturday or possibly the Saturday after where we'll be visiting uh, Niagara-on-a-Lake to so investigating a prominent spot for the War of 1812. So that's going to be really interesting. But today for this episode, we are heading to the Old Angel Inn. Uh, Ashley, it's a really well-known spot in Niagara-on-a-Lake. Everybody ends up saying that it is haunted. Uh, Before we dive into it, is there anything about it that you know offhand? 
it's haunted. Perfect. We'll go with that. That's the only thing uh, that I know of. <laughs> it's haunted. What like what else is there? But you know what? That's the most important thing. Exactly. We it's don't haunted. We don't cover boring non-haunted places no we give you the yeah. spooky shit yeah this place is actually pretty uh pretty creepy from some of the stories that uh that take place here we are talking about the old angel Lynn. i think i've already ended up referring to that earlier um yes um it was around in the war of 1812 it still stands to this day it is a hotel that you can actually go to as well as a restaurant so uh if you're planning on being in the niagara on the lake area you can actually go there uh and sit on their patio and have a bite. So that'll be uh, that'll be fun. Let's uh, dive into uh, the history of the Old Angel Inn and find out why it's haunted, shall we? We shall. Okay, let's let's get into it. So the Old Angel Inn on Regent Street in Niagara on the Lake. According to local Niagara on the Lake tales, Captain Colin Swayze of the British Army was staying at the inn that was to become the Old Angel during the War of 1812. In late May of 1813, United States forces captured Fort George and the surrounding area. British soldiers retreated except Patrick Swayze. Swayze stopped by the inn to see the innkeeper's daughter, with whom he'd fallen in love. The American troops were closing in, burning the buildings as they routed out the British forces. Swayze hid in one of the large wooden beer barrels in the basement, but the Americans found him and shot him. Before leaving, they burned the inn to the ground, but Captain Swayze's story doesn't end here. In 1815, John Ross built the inn and renamed it the Sign of the Angel Inn as a loving gesture to his wife. According to a newspaper clippings quoted by the current owners of the inn, the ghost story started as early as 1820. Oh, damn. Today, the Old old Angel Inn looks a lot like it did almost two centuries ago. Hand-cut beams adorn the first floor ceiling and plank floors resonate with every step inside. And according to the current owners of those resonating footsteps along to Captain Swayze. The inn has been in the Ling family since March 1992. According to Samantha Ling, the Old Angel Inn's general manager, several guests have reported ghostly occurrences over the years she admits are too similar to dismiss. Many guests have claimed to see Captain Swayze at eye level while they were in their beds in the inn. Ling said they wake up and he is by their bedside like he comes up through the floor. So he's sort of at eye level with them and his feet are still below the floor. He appears to them, but as soon as they start to sit up, he disappears. The staff have also had their share of strange encounters. One night, the bar manager was cleaning up after closing when he heard footsteps in the dining area. He feared someone had just broken in, so he ran into the room to see who it was. No one was there, but curiously, all of the silverware on the tables were scattered. Today, the British Union Jack flies over the inn, but not just because it's an English pub. The British colors also fly to appease Captain Colin Swayze. Captain Swayze may still hold a grudge over his unruly death to this day. It's been said that kegs of American beer will often malfunction at the bar, while the kegs filled with British and Canadian ales 
will work properly. So there you go. A, a ghost pretty much telling the bartenders what the guests are going to be having that night. Yeah, it's like you walk into the bar and it's like, okay, can I get like insert whatever American beer it like name is here kind of thing. Yeah, give me one of yeah. those. Sorry, that tap doesn't work. Well, why not? Um, the ghost doesn't like American beer. <laughs> well, wait, what? Yeah, you like our ghost doesn't let us serve anything American like... Uh, like American drinks so pick English like a British or Canadian one well I wanted American I wanted one of those yeah you're not getting one but but I'm American you I swear to god I I kind of want to go in there and just have you announce that I'm American just to see what happens you know shit will stir up Exactly, and then I'll calm it down, being like, "I'm a British subject. I'm like, I'm Scottish." I I cancel him out. It's okay. Yeah, You're- I cancel him out, and I'm also Canadian, so it's best of both worlds. Even though I probably so, but, look like okay. I'm Scandinavian because I'm so fucking pale. <laughs> but you know what? If I have Scandinavian in me, fuck yeah, that would be awesome. Let's go kind of from the beginning here, where he ends up saying, or where the article, sorry, ends up saying that American troops ended up closing in. Um, the whole area was populated mainly by British soldiers who were lodging in the area during the War of 1812. The Americans come in, burn the buildings down, shoot any British person they can end up seeing. Colin Swayze hides in the barrels of the basement, and they find him there. They shoot him and burn the building down. Yeah, I have one question about that as well. Yeah, sure. How big were these barrels? Well, if you think about uh, back in the early 1800s, people were still nineteenth ta- century. Yeah, but people were still like they were wide. Yes, but people were still taller than the barrels. I don't think they, unless he was shorter. I don't think they hid in the barrel itself. I think he they, they may have hid in a in a highly concentrated area of barrels. And they just seem to have ended up finding him. Well, he could have hidden like an empty barrel. Well, I would assume so. Or you know what? If it was me, as like back then, I see a barrel that's half empty. Okay, I'm I'm going in here. They're they're not gonna mess with a full barrel of booze. Uh oh. And at least I can get drunk while I'm in there. There you go. So that happens to Colin Swayze. Um, but the ghost stories start as early as 1820. I love it. It's awesome. Yes, Captain Swayze. This is a old, an old haunting. And I you don't hear of hauntings lasting that long unless you're from like unless you're talking about places in the states or like ottawa or kingston or something like that but you know with as i'm gonna go back to a podcast that i was uh interviewed on it was called the underground podcast and uh one of the hosts on there justin lonkerick he ended up saying you know areas with high volumes of such traumatic things that happen create the most amount of energy and would, in my opinion it would end up creating it very quickly so if you think about how long that war ended up going on for and it wasn't that long of a war 
it was one of the longer wars, though. I mean, okay, like the War of 1812 was one of the more lengthier ones. No, it wasn't. I don't think it was. It wasn't? I don't think so. I'm looking it up. Uh... Oh, it lasted three years. That's a pretty long war. I thought it was only like two years. But like, I guess it's kind of long, but like. Yeah, it's it's long enough for a lot of uh, a lot of torturous things to happen. Okay, so I'm going to go along with what? What was his name? Ryan? Justin? Uh, Justin Loncarek. Okay, so I'm going to go along with what Justin said, because it is true. If we take a town just outside of Niagara, like right outside Niagara Falls, you get Grimsby. That Mm -hmm. shit is a haunted fucking town. Right. Uh, When I went to Grimsby in like late December, early January, like before the lockdowns and the stay at home stuff happened again. Uh, Again, keyword. Yeah. Uh, I went to one of the old century homes there, and that shit was, like, fucked up. So the owner of that house was telling um, me and the person that I, I went with that the only reason that the Americans did not burn down that specific house was because... Um, there was a indigenous tribe that was fighting with the Canadians and British in the war of 1812. But half of this tribe said kind of like, fuck no, I'm going back to six nations, like just kind of like Mm. abandoned them. So with whatever men, the, the, they, they had left, they were like, okay, we have to scare them off. Because the tribe and the owner of the house at that time were pretty close. So they were like, okay, we got to figure something out. They ran down the hill, like screaming, crying, and like stomping so hard. They thought, like the Americans thought that they were coming down on horses and had like hundreds of men when there were only maybe like 30 of them. Wow. And of course, the Americans took off and did not burn down the house. But that house is extremely fucking haunted. Um. I was lucky enough to go inside the house while it was, like, closed. And Mm -hmm. their kitchen is the original kitchen from when it was built, I think, in the the late 1700s. Oh, wow. Most of the kitchen floor is the original flooring. Some of it was replaced, but it was replaced in the late 1800s. They wow. like this house was original. They did not, the owners now did not change anything about it. They have Two muskets used in the War of 1812 inside of the house. They have the old captain, the British captain who used to own the house. They have his red coat up in one of the bedrooms. My Obviously, goodness. like war, like wear and tear, but they have yeah. his red coat in one of the bedrooms, which I'm going to assume is was his bedroom. And right out front in the garden. There's two headstones because there was two two women buried on property. I mean, I was going to say, if I remember correctly, that place also ended up having, like, I think you showed me a picture of it. That place also has the British flag hanging outside of it as yes, well, Yes, because it, it, was, it was owned by a British captain or colonel mm-hmm. or something. He was a higher ranking officer within the British armed forces, I guess it's called. Right, yeah. Um, 
it was actually owned by a higher ranking officer. So that's why they still have the red coat. Because with Britain, it was uh, for their military uniforms back in like those days, they wore red coats. So they were called the British red mm-hmm. coats. Right. But that house, extremely haunted. Uh, there was, a, when I was in there, it was just me, the person I was with, and the owner on the main floor. Nobody else. But I could see a lady in a white dress walking up and down the hallway. And then she came to the, like, the doorway for the kitchen and just, like, stood there. And she did not like me. For whatever reason, she just did not like me. She just stared at me until we left. Jesus Christ. I just got, like... <laughs> like that tingly feeling but, down like my back and my goosebumps on my arms. So and he that's is creepy. So he is right. If you take a war like the like what happened with the war of 1812 and you take the amount of death and every like pestilence, everything that yeah, happened the energy that, that came with it. Yeah. It's going to create kind of like a time bomb where it's only a matter of time where hauntings start to happen. And the way I think I worded it to him is when you got something like that and have it, I look at it as like a really bad stain that cannot come out. Right. Once it's already planted there, it's already damaged the material. It has damaged... I'm not I'm not saying whatever happened there damaged the land, but it left its mark and it's not going to come out anytime soon. And it's going to be imprint uh, imprinted there and it's going to be stamped. And, you know, when you're talking about what uh, what happened at this place in Grimsby and when you're talking about Colin Swayze, who got. You know, he had a he had an attachment to this place because apparently I think he went to see uh, the innkeeper's daughter or something like that at this inn. And then he went into hiding and got shot and burnt down by the Americans, his enemy during this war. Um, I, I am I'm not surprised at, you know, with a death that traumatic and everything else that surrounded that, that it, he may not even be the only person haunting that place you know if you think about it because of everything that gone on there but i still want to test the theory where we go in and like i'm just gonna be like right away uh swayze he's an american get him (laughs) i'm sorry but okay this is my thing i volunteer to go into the dark creepy skin tight places that nobody else wants to go into or i will sit in like a dark room by myself with no light and not care it's your turn for me to push you under the bus. <laughs> I'm on full on Zach Bagans, Aaron Goodwin, your ass. There's something like this. I'm not going to lie. I would gladly take it. Like I said, I'm going to Zach Bagans, Aaron Goodwin, your ass, because I'm going to be Zach Bagans for this. And she's like, he's an American. Get him. There's one thing that I wouldn't want to see. And they mentioned it here when... Uh, apparently there were guests that ended up staying there in the early to mid 1900s or no, sorry, 1990s where they, when they were sleeping in one of the, one of the rooms, I'm assuming the captain's room, he would almost as if he would raise up from the floor, make eye contact with you. Like your eyes are his eye level. You look at him, and his feet are still beneath the floorboards. That would be terrifying to see. I mean, can you picture yourself in bed, 
just sitting there whether most likely at night just sitting there at night laying there at night your eyes are open but you see this man rise up from the floorboards but not completely out he just stops halfway so that his eyes will make contact with yours or will be on the same level of yours you can't tell me that you would not be legitimately you would not be freaking out if that happened i would be i wouldn't be freaking out i would be like panicked i'd be like what the fuck is happening um not to the point where like if i'm laying in bed or anything i'm not gonna get out and run down the hallway screaming and crying sure but i'd be freaked out to the point of is this actually happening grab the cell phone try and record it Um, i i would need the proof to make sure that either well for one i won't be smoking any type of weed when we're on investigations (laughs) but it would be because like things happen when i'm high like how i told you a couple weeks ago my shoulder got scratched and then my hips oh, started yeah. burning and my shower turned on by itself and I had to turn it off, like physically turn it off because the handle like did a thing and moved on its own. Um, sure, a lot yeah. of things happen when I'm high. So I'd be in that mind frame of being like, okay, I know I'm not high, but am I? Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, so I would want to make sure I would get that on, try to get that on camera if I could. Um, but my other thing would be like, okay, necrophonic. <laughs> digital recorder well you know what here's the thing with the necrophonic you've been trying to use it at your place for a little bit and we won't get into detail as to I use it at my place like every once in a while and sometimes I get great answers sometimes I just get called a horror slut like I did the other (laughs) night again Um, but you also just get absolute nonsense yeah it has its moments but for the most part like sometimes it's just nonsense it depends on the day and if there's a lot of activity around, because I feel like if, if there's more activity, the more necro will make sense. If there's not a lot of activity, no matter where you are, you'll get more nonsense, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Fair. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. But I still I still think we're going to end up getting the best results if we use the, uh, the digital recorder, especially oh, yeah. for a situation like that. We With the little investigations that we have done... Whether it be very quick, basic ones in the middle of the day or our legit investigations at night, the stuff that we capture on a digital recorder are just like the one one EVP we caught where I was like, I just got kicked in my leg and it was like, that's what you get. Or the uh, the person who's haunted this basement, can you speak to us? I want you to be gone. Yeah. Or do you like us being in your house? Get out. Or the ding dong we caught on your side of the audio doing one of the podcast episodes. I and totally then forgot about that. The following that. week, you got another EVP saying mom or mommy. Same, same voice, too. Yeah. I'm, and then when you did, uh, when you got interviewed on that podcast. On Justin and yeah. uh, Ryan's podcast, The Underground, they caught something yeah. on it too. Yeah. Like, why doesn't that happen to me? That's like finding a raccoon, <laughs> like a baby raccoon. And it's just like, it looks at you and it's just like, you are my mom now. Why couldn't an EVP just come, like, well, not an EVP, but like, why couldn't I catch an EVP on my end? Because that would be fucking awesome. And why does it have to happen to me? I'm the one who's in a 
unfinished creepy ass basement. That's why. With the lights out when with the lights out doing this podcast, I might add as well. Why are, I have my um, bedroom light on. Why do you have yours off? That gets me in the mood. Bounce go wow wow. Okay, going back to the this here. Um just a question and your opinion. Let's say for some reason the Union Jack gets taken down. What do you think would happen in terms of activity there? It would probably be very hectic. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to, like, picture... I'm, like, not trying to. I'm picturing in my mind. Like, I can full-on, like, see things happening if they were to do that. I'm just like, that's not good. Okay, so that ha- so that happens. Now let me ask you this too. Let's say the Union Jack stays flown, but what if somebody brought in the Star Spangled Banner? Oh fuck! You don't want to do that. But I'm just no, saying. No, 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 no. Would it, you don't want to do would that. It also, no, I I know that I wouldn't want to, and I'm not going no, to. No, no, no. I'm just saying. This is like in my head right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, as soon as you said that, my whole body like started like roasting, like I was on fire. As soon as you mentioned Sorry. that flag, I feel like if someone were to try to possibly bring in that flag, um, something. I'm not saying like a fire would happen, but I. It feels like Swayze would be so angry he would maybe try to set it on fire without setting it actually on fire kind of thing he oh i he's not happy with that thought he does not like that no i wouldn't think he would be either but i'm just saying you think it would do you think that energy would be even worse or would it be about the same no it would be it would be it would be if you were to take down the one and replace it with the other. With the Canadian flag? No, with the American. No, I wouldn't say. No, that, that say this is where. Just, out. You shut up. Just listen to my theory. Okay. So if it was replaced with the American, I can see him like fucking everybody up. But I sure. feel like if he were, if it was replaced with the Canadian one, it wouldn't be as bad. Like activity would pick up. He wouldn't, obviously, would not, he is not happy with just the thought of his flag being replaced with any other flag, because that's kind Mm. of what is popping into my mind. Like, I can kind of hear the words, like, fuck you, in my head right right now. Um, Ow! My arm just got scratched. Um, Really? Yeah. Um, Live on the podcast. But... Yeah, so if any flag were to fly besides his, all hell would break loose. It would be worse if anybody brought an American flag onto the property, seeing out as like he does not like like Americans at all. Sure. Ooh, ow! Oh, that burns. Um. Are you okay? No, that fucking hurts. Um, like, I'm trying to power through it. Like, it's like... No, hang on. Hang on. Legit. Are you literally being, like... I'm being scratched. getting scratched? I'm, I'm like, being scratched right at now. the moment. Like, my whole forearm is all, like, burning. 
Oh my god. It, like, my forearm is all burnt. Like, it's not red, but it's burning. And I have, like, not goosebumps, but I get, like, when I get scratched, I get, like, little bumps that look like goosebumps around where I'm getting scratched. And that's my, f- like, from half of my tattoo, like, my compass tattoo on my wrist, up to the half, like, the middle of the anchor tattoo on my forearm. Holy crap. <coughs> and it's it's fucking it hurts. Um but so like I was saying, um if it was replaced like or if anybody tried to even bring a US flag onto the property, who mm-hmm. all I can say is whoever did it, do not spend the night because he will fuck with you to the point where you will have to leave in the middle of the night and not come back because it'll be that bad. Uh, by the way, fun fact for those who want to go and visit the Old Angel Inn, I'm not sure if they still do this, but what management used to end up doing is if you ended up staying in uh, the captain's room or you ended up staying overnight, they would give you a certificate to show that you made it through the night staying at one of the most haunted places in Niagara-on-the-Lake. And that is pretty cool. Okay, I try, I'm try. i trying to take a picture. You can't see, yeah. like, a scratch or anything, but my fucking arm is burning, and you can't make out any of the bumps in this picture because of my tattoos are too shiny in the light. I was oh, hoping for your there reaction we go. I to got, that. Thank I got you. a picture for you. Oh, you sent a picture? I got it. I'm sending it to you now. You can kind of see the bumps on the angle. By the way, a lot of this is going to be staying in the podcast, just Uh, so you know. I know that. That's fine. Okay. So, guys, I sent a picture to Brandon. And I had to take it on the angle because my tattoos kind of reflect the light. So does my skin, but that's okay. And in the picture, Brandon, if you look in the where like the blue is in the banner going down towards the bottom of the anchor. Look at the bumps. Yeah, those weren't there this morning or like 20 minutes ago or five minutes ago. That that happens when I my I I started to get burned. And ah, it's like going my hand is like turning red. I have like red marks on my hand now. That is insane. So, Brandon, I just sent you a picture of my hand. I have not touched my hand. Look how red that is. (laughs) Okay, so, um, we have caught EVPs on our podcast, and now we have live scratching sessions happening on the podcast like it with feels, Ashley. So you have a cat, so you obviously know how a cat scratch feels. Yeah. Picture that. It, it so picture that, but the nail just slowly going down. Oh my god. That's what it feels like. Like it feels like something is stuck in my skin and it's just slowly getting ripped out. And like cutting down my arm, but there's from what I can tell right now, there's nothing visible. 
No, but I can definitely see the bu- like the little bumps though. Yeah, and that happens all the time. And my hand is actually shaky, which that happens too. And then there's the picture where my hand is like bright red. Yeah. Wow. It's not even bright. It's not the whole hand, but there's just like a line that's yeah. just bright red. And that wow. line is is what is itchy too. Cause that is being burned. Like it's like my whole, almost my whole forearm now, and the top of my hand. Well, uh, I think I uh, I should not have brought up bringing a uh, American flag into the old Angel Inn. Yeah, no, he doesn't like you right now. I'll tell you that much. He's not your fan. No. Okay. Well. That was interesting. Uh, I think it's probably best then to. I I, I can hear I can hear laughing in my head. Okay, yeah, maybe we should close this episode out for now. <laughs> and it's not me um, laughing. Yeah, Ashley. Uh, any, anything you want to touch on with the old angel in before we go? Um, I think I'm good because I don't want to get burned again. <laughs> Okay, but, uh, but really it's quickly. I want to go. I want to spend the night in his in his room because I kind of want that certificate, but I also kind of want to see what happens. Oh, I don't think any of us would be sleeping that night. Oh, I I fucking plan on it, dude. I used to live in a haunted house. You know this. I will sleep through it. I don't care. Well, if we go to investigate, we ain't sleeping. I might take like an hour nap, but that's about it. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely want to go. And God, I can definitely end up seeing me being the bait. Yeah. So this that'll be fun. Well, we'll talk about that a little bit later. And hopefully we'll end up uh, we'll end up getting to a point where we can end up doing so. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, that is going to end up wrapping up this episode of Ontario's Most Haunted Podcast. Again, thank you guys for joining us whether wherever you're listening to us, whether it be Spotify, Google, or Apple. Thank you so much. Tell your friends about it. Let us know where we can end up being heard. And if you can, please go end up uh, rating and reviewing us on iTunes. That is much appreciated. Uh, leave a comment as well. We would also end up loving to hear how you guys are uh, feeling about the podcast and, and how the shows are and if you're loving them or not. If you want to get your story out to us about your paranormal experiences, whether you were out on an investigation, you caught EVP or you were just sitting in your room recording a podcast and getting scratched and burnt. Either way, we would love to end up hearing it and uh, you know, send it to us on at officialomhpodcast at gmail.com. Type it, speak it, attach the audio file to the pod, uh, to the email and we will play it on a future episode called The Experience right here on the Ontario's Most Haunted Podcast. If you want to end up following us on social media we are very very active on there so if you wish to end up doing so you can follow us on twitter official underscore omh omh underscore brandon omh underscore ashley omh underscore kathy that's where you can find us on twitter and then instagram is official omh brandon underscore omh ashley underscore spurrell s-p-u-r-r-e-l-l and then cat's angel c-a-t-s-a-n-g 
E-L. That's where you can find us on Instagram. We are also now on Facebook. So if you want to go follow us on Facebook, like our page, just search up Official Ontario's Most Haunted. We should be the first one you guys end up seeing there. Until next time, my name is Brandon. That is Ashley. And... We will talk to you guys again next week on another episode of Ontario's Most Haunted Podcast. Stay spooky and stay safe.